Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back to Caravan of Garbage. This is some of my favourite Caravan of Garbages because Mason has to watch old Disney films and then be yelled at if he doesn't like them. <laughs> yes. I love it. Are you doing the yelling? No, I'm fine. Okay. I'm happy to. It's not about... Do you think anybody yelled at me? I'm here, to, I'm here me... to open a dialogue. Oh, I see. Do you think anybody yelled at me for not liking Dumbo? No, no. But Mason, we're getting into the thick of it now. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Okay. This is the pointy end of the Disney ca- uh, Disney canon, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Now, we could have gone anywhere in the Aladdin universe. We could have done any of the sequels or the TV series that ran for quite a long time, yes. et cetera, and so forth, Kingdom Heart games. But no, the original Aladdin from 1992, a Disney classic. People mm. love this movie. It's beloved. People love it. They can't stop loving it. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? I thought it was good. Sucked in! Sucked in, idiot. I watched it and I enjoyed it. Had a good fun time with it. First impression. That's deflated you, hasn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Because I hate it. I might actually not like it as much as you, which (laughs) (laughs) means the tables have turned. So, first impressions, though, like it it opens, you know, over Agrabah or whatever, and you see this expansive Middle Eastern world. Yep. How, how How did you feel about that? The opening song, the palace, the little Robin Williams man. Explaining yeah, the story. Yeah, well, that, well, that's interesting. I found initially because the little Robin Williams man, yeah. is not the genie. Well, that's he's the got, thing. He's Mason. got two roles in this, but he's, he is the genie. Well, okay. but we never get any. We never get any payoff at the no. end where he's like, "Surprise! I was the genie the whole the whole, the whole time." I was going to do this later, but sure, I'll do it now. Okay. Uh, good. The idea was that it was revealed that that is the genie at yep. the end, and he's you know he's gone on to be free, and this is one of the forms that he has chosen or whatever. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, that was changed, but it has been confirmed by the directors that that is still supposed to be the genie. Yeah, right. So there you go. Okay, that's you also fun. heard the theory that Aladdin is a post-apocalyptic universe because all the references <laughs> are things that haven't happened yet. Yes, I think They're I have heard that. They're talking about yeah. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. 
Yeah. Peter Lorray. Yeah, exactly. Peter but, Lorray? It doesn't matter. Yeah, right. He's dead. It doesn't Rodney matter. Rodney Dangerfield. It doesn't matter. He's I dead. I can pronounce that one. <laughs> that one you can do. Yeah. Well, do you want me to... I've got the... I li- think you're the one who's going to get a no respect from this yeah, very, review. You might, might not be wrong. Do you want all the impersonations that yes, Robin Williams please. does in order? Yes. Some of these are so timely. <laughs> I mean... Look, look, my... <laughs> look, one, it's just for the adults watching. That's 100%. it. 100%. And two, you could just say... It, it, it's like the, uh, the... Remember that Peter Pan movie? Yeah. It's, Which one? The the one the the last one the most recent one that was a horrible film Mason. yeah I know why would you one, bring that up because the delightful Hubert Jackman's in it and also because the villains were from out of time yeah so they so that's why they knew Nirvana songs because yes. they were from beyond time yeah right but this is the th- same thing with the genie he's he exists in all space and time that's maybe why he knows- Kurt Cobain was in that universe and he got that that new sound he was looking for oh, from, yeah. <laughs> from the Peter Pan you saying he was a, you are you saying that he was an orphan in like the, yes. the the 19th century and then he came to yeah, the modern he- Escaped in the, in the late 80s. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> never mind, never land. Exactly. Whoa, That's all blown. I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, impersonations Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ed Sullivan. Groucho Marx, oh, yeah. William F. Buckley. What is he, Arnold? He, he has muscles. He's like, look at my muscles. Oh, okay, like, right, right. It's, it's in the, the intro song. It's in the yeah. intro song. Okay, Senor right, Wences. I don't know who that uh, is. I looked up. Uh, he's a um, ventriloquist. Uh, Robert De Niro, Carol Channing. Us- <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, I don't know. I just like a Carol Channing reference. Uh, Arsenio Hall, Walter oh, Brennan. Doesn't have Arsenio yeah. Hall, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Walter Brennan, Mary Hart, Ethel Merman, right. Rodney Dangerfield, Jack Nicholson, Peter Lorre, yeah. and Alec Guinness. Where was the Alec Guinness? I don't know, but I don't think it wouldn't. It wasn't Obi Obi Obviously Kenobi. not. It was like it might have been Bridge Over River Kwai. Yeah, I was gonna say it might have been the d- one of the roles he liked. It might have been when he was at Oliver. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Or whatever. What did you think about the uh, the musical numbers of this in general? I mean, we can go through a few as we go but were there any standout stuff I liked the I, I quite liked the intro song Aladdin's Getting Away or the Follow Me to a Place yeah that's the first one from the, yeah, yeah. The, the first one from the little man who is the genie I some, that was quite good there's some controversy around that because there's a line and I don't have it in front of me is where, it because everything involved everything in it is a stereotype is pretty that much <laughs> well that right. they say like like it's, a, it's something like it's a terrible place but it's home or whatever or it's oh, or something yeah, like right, that right, or, uh-huh. yeah and, and that was changed in other countries because they're like well we can't say that because we live in, oh, right, <laughs> in uh-huh. countries surrounding Wait, so this area so is Agrabah a real place uh, no I don't okay, believe right. so or it is Cool. Uh, it may have been at some point. Nobody comes to this for facts. Definitely not, yeah. Uh-huh. I can quickly Google that, though. If you could. While Agrabah, the city of mystery and in, uh, enchantment, is meant to be located near the Jordan River, the Sultan's Palace at the centre of Agrabah bears more of a passing resemblance to the Taj Mahal. All right, then. So, no. Okay, no. then. Cool. It would same. Nice. All right. But I like that intro. So I, yeah, I kind of... You know what? To, to me... Uh, I liked all the musical numbers. I think up until I, I was enjoy, I was enjoying the whole movie up until the introduction of the genie, and then really? that, then it's kind of a bit. It's a bit. I enjoyed like I enjoyed the movie the all all the way through, but it took me a minute to adjust to the genie because he's 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 peak Robin Williams. It takes isn't a he? left turn. He does take a left turn, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I'm like this is quite charming and it's a fun little. You like you know, the characters? It's a fun little romance and whatever, yeah. and then it's like boom. Jack Nicholson, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> well, Carol Channing. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> he went so off script for a lot of this. Apparently, there's 16 hours of material. That they <laughs> oh my have. god! And it surprises me. And maybe they looked into it that they didn't try and use some of this stuff and just go. Can we recreate Robin Williams for the new live action one? Yeah. You cannot tell me that that was not considered. 
Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, they could have they could have done fresh jokes. Yeah, absolutely. For eight more movies. Yes. We wouldn't have known. The thing is, there's, there is some controversy surrounding Robin Williams in this part, which I'll get to. Okay. Towards the end. Because it's kind of an interesting story of how he came to it and, mm-hmm. and, and what it ended up being. He forced his way in at gunpoint. He certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> he found Walt Disney's head. Yes. And he took it out of the fridge and he's like, I'm going to put this in an oven. <laughs> I'm going to heat this baby right up to melting point if you don't. You know what musical number I love in this? Yes. The introduction of Aladdin, uh-huh. where he's running from the guards. and You know, you know what else was jarring? The yeah. voice of Aladdin. Why? Because I'd never, no, I'd never heard the character speak before. It's Steve from Full House, huh. DJ's boyfriend. All right. You're not familiar with him? Not really. You're familiar with I'm him. I'm sure I would if I saw a picture. Yeah. But I'm like, I always assumed he would have had a Middle Eastern accent. Okay, no. And no, he doesn't. What are you thinking, Mason? He's just Mason? from it's, California. It's 1992. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. What was I thinking? It's not 2019's Guy Ritchie's Aladdin, Mason, That's which we haven't true. seen yet. But no, I, one of my favorite jokes in this movie is where the monkey gets a sword and the guards yes. are like, he's got a sword, and then they realize they've all got they've swords. They've all got swords, yeah. There's a lot of little stuff in this which I yeah. quite like. Here's something I don't understand, though. When Jafar, uh, when they capture Aladdin, yes, because uh, you know we don't need to recap the story, do we? Everyone's seen Aladdin. Everyone's ex- seen Aladdin. Even you have seen it now at this point. <laughs> Everyone's seen Aladdin at this point. <laughs> We've done it. Ta-da! So Jafar needs the diamond in the rough to yes. uh, to get into the cave of wonders, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he goes down to the Aladdin in the dungeon and he disguises himself as an, yes. as an old man. And the, I like that old man birds, character. I like that old man. I'm like yeah. he just. Slinks out of the darkness. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's pretty cool. And the birds, the hump on his back yeah. or whatever. But I, I, I also like Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, he's this. amazing. Yeah, I don't. Under- he's very restrained. I mean, next like he's to not- Rob, I think you're comparing him to Robert Williams. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comparing him to Gilbert Gottfried in real life. Oh, just regular. I think they were like, they were like, we want, we want an outrageously cartoonish bird character, <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. So if you could dial it down to about a four, you know, the Gilbert Gottfried level, you're always at ten. Bring yeah. it down to four if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, a few steps below Problem Child, which you're probably yes. in from memory. Yeah, I, I don't understand why he's doing the disguise. I mean, he's only going to murder this kid anyway. What does it matter? Why does yeah, right. he? You could just be like, yeah, I work at the palace. Let's go get this thing. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, it's all fun and games isn't it yeah it's whimsical characters and because adventures because Jafar's like a real big dude so so the little old man needs help lifting stuff did you rewatch this or you just no, I, no I did rewatch okay, it right. but no he could just say I'm old and I need help lifting he stuff looks big, it's though, like moving a couch you just grab another guy you don't, <laughs> yeah, right. it doesn't matter how big you are you need someone else to maneuver it through a he's doorway he's got very well manicured fingers I guess he yeah, could he be like would. I don't want my, man- my manicure rope to be ruined exactly you know? look I'm not taking my robes off alright we're doing this <laughs> right. uh-huh. yeah. yes. uh, okay there's something that I think it was they were doing a lot at the time they they tinkered with it a little bit in mm-hmm. like Beauty and the Beast and the Little Mermaid sort of CGI stuff it's exactly what I'm talking about yeah right some of it looks great Yes. Some of it is a bit jarring. Uh-huh. There's a bit where he's flying the carpet through the cave is exploding, and it looks really good in some parts, but yep. there's a bit where he's going to hit a wall and it goes down and you get up close to the wall and it's a bit kind of... It's yeah, a little right. bit wonky. Do you just disagree with no, me No, I on agree that? with that. Yeah. There's a bit where the, ca- the cave itself collapses. It sh- sort of shrinks down to nothingness. Yeah. It looks pretty good and then it doesn't. <laughs> sure. You know? Well, that's like people, isn't it? Yeah. They look pretty sure. good until they don't. Until they don't, exactly. And every old person looks the same. Yes. Uh, but you know what is an interesting CGI thing in this? What's the that? carpet itself is hand-drawn. Yes. But the pattern is 3D. Oh. So they, instead of redrawing that every time, because yeah. it's quite an intricate pattern, it's got lamps in the corner and things yeah, like right, that. Yeah, right, right, right. Instead of having to do that, like it's an impossible hand-drawn animation task. Yes. They took this kind of shortcut and you don't really notice for I a lot of it. I didn't certainly yeah. Do you know, Mason, yes. how they got Robin Williams to come on board this film? I mean, you had your own theory, the frozen head in the oven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've already forgotten that. I was going to say cocaine. <laughs> the trail of cocaine. Was he doing that at that point? I don't, I don't know. know if he was. I think he was off that. Oh, good for him. Uh, I think he was also around the time 
time, it was in between him filming Toys and Hook, I think. It was around that era. Oh, yeah, right, right, So he right, was kind right, of doing okay. this in between that. Right, okay. But they, uh, the way they convinced him to do it is they took some of his stand-up yep. and they animated it as the genie. And oh, you can find this right. online. It's... Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting, and so he he loved that so much. Then he's like, "Absolutely, I'll do it w- with conditions." Yes, which we'll get back to. Oh, hello, because they broke those conditions. Oh, Mason, I forgot to mention they cut some of the genie's imitations. Do you want to know what they are? Yes, please. John Wayne. All right. Okay. George H. W. Bush. Oh, hello. Doctor Ruth Westheimer. Yeah, Doctor Ruth. I, th- I think she was like a TV therapist or something. Great. Dr. Ruth, yeah. Yeah. You Is that all you have? That's all I've got. Okay, right. Okay. Do you want more interesting impersonations? Yes. They cut the Masons and they're not going to be interesting, are no, they? That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. It amazes right. me that John Wayne didn't get it there, though. Yeah. Uh, the Prince Ali segment where they introduce him, that yep. big musical number, uh-huh. is fantastic, I feel. And A Whole New World, is, is, <laughs> it's a classic love song yeah, for, is, for yeah. the ages. Mm-hmm. Little known fact, that's not how the Sphinxes knows. That's not, that's not what happened to it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a real event yeah, in time, uh-huh. in history. It's not how it came off. No. Oblix broke it off. Oh, that's how it happened, right. <laughs> in Asterix and Oblix. Apparently yeah. it's vandalism. It didn't just disintegrate over time. Not vandalism. Who did it? Vandals. There's also... But like there... religious vandals. Right. Because you depower the god. If you like cut their ears off or their mouth or their nose, right. you take away some element of their power. I remember there being a rumor when I was a kid, before anybody had the internet, that Napoleon shot it off with a cannon. Oh, <laughs> Cool. But that doesn't seem likely. <laughs> what do you think? Probably how it would happen in Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, probably. Jafar's a great villain, right? Agreed. You must have loved when he turned into a snake. I did love when he turned into I a snake. I knew you did, yeah. Mason. Mm-hmm. I think the back end of this movie... Because he himself is a snake. Exactly. Metaphorically, but then he becomes a snake literally. <laughs> you know? I th- I feel though the back end of this movie isn't as strong as... I think the f- final act isn't that interesting. It kind of... it's the, the final act is kind of by the numbers a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, okay, what if he becomes... He gets... He gets the genie and then he... What if he becomes a big monster? What if he becomes an even bigger monster? Now it's the end. Yeah. That's kind of how it goes. It's And it's just a bit of a running around about in the throne room and everyone's mm-hmm. just shooting magic at each yeah. other or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. your favourite character in this movie? Maybe the bird. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. All right, nice. I don't know. What about you? I like Princess Jasmine. Yeah, right. She's got a lot of sass... She well, hasn't taken any guff. Well, she, originally she had more to do. She was going to get herself out of the hourglass, use the hairpin, like cut, oh, to pick the, the, cut around. Okay, cut, cool. out, cut out the why glass. Did, why was that changed? I wonder. I think it was an animation thing, and they just went, Look, "We just right, Aladdin can rush in." But apparently, they hated doing it. They're like, "We'd rather get her out by herself." But yeah, right. Okay. We're, we're doing it this way. Yeah, cool. yeah, right. Mm. Well, she is one of the most beloved Disney princesses. Yeah, cool. and also probably the first Middle Eastern. Disney princess? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. I say probably, I say I definitely. I right, <laughs> almost uh-huh. certainly, yeah. yeah uh-huh. Like a lot of the stuff like the casting you wouldn't do today, but it still did break a lot of ground in terms of like looking at a slightly different culture. Yes, for which sure. Which they yeah. didn't really do at yeah, the time. But uh-huh. I know it butchers a lot of it, uh-huh. but it did take some steps forward in that way. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like it's not it's not an outright just Endless parade of horrific stereotypes <laughs> no, at the very not. least, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. This is what I think, though. Oh, here we go. I think Jafar is obsessed with muscles, and I'll tell you why. Because when he becomes the genie, he's got big old muscles? There's, that is definitely an element of okay, it. Okay, all right. But I feel like the genie kind of adapts to your personality or what you need to see. Okay. Because when Aladdin gets him, he's wacky and he's like, look at me, I'm Jack Nicholson, your favourite <laughs> Acted, Aladdin. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Right. But Jafar gets him and he's this... And he realises it isn't as good as it gets. <laughs> That's right. But the genie is this 
giant hulking muscular I see. force. And then when he himself becomes a genie, he's like muscles, big old muscles for myself. Like in the mask. Exactly. When like Jim in the Carrey mask. gets the mask, that's right. He's all wacky. But then when Dorian, evil <laughs> villain of the mask, gets the mask, nobody he becomes, remembers the name of the just villain me. From the I'm mask. the only one, not even the actor who played him. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. But look, before we get to that Robin Williams stuff, yes. I don't think it's great. Uh-huh. I think it's good. Yeah. Right. Up to a point. Yeah. Right. And it's. Then it's a bit rote. It's a bit rote, yeah. Okay. Do you disagree with no, me? No, I on don't that? disagree with that, but yeah. I had a fun I had a fun magic carpet ride the whole way through. Wow. Yeah. Well, Mason, this hasn't been this hasn't gone how I wanted it. Because <laughs> I wanted everybody to attack <laughs> you endlessly. Yeah. You know why I like this one more? Probably because it's got human characters in it. Oh right. It's yeah. got human characters and some like animal sidekicks. Also, if you're only comparing this to Dumbo, <laughs> right, I mean, yes. come on. Yeah. There's no there's no comparison You've, there. I feel you should have ended with Dumbo. <laughs> Yeah. Look, you, you right. still have time. Yeah. What I would recommend, because we're going to do all, I guess we're going to do all the Disney movies, is try and scale them yeah. in a way that will annoy me the most. <laughs> I feel you know me well enough yeah. that you could do that. You could just go, okay, what's going to aggravate him the most? Well, the next one will have to be Lion King. That's going to aggravate me a lot. <laughs> you reckon? Because it's so, it's so, I mean, it's got t- Timon and Pumbaa, right? You haven't seen it though. How yeah, do you know? Because it just looks so earnest and I hate that. It's not just earnest. I know it's got the silly boys in you it. You want a I- bird character? You like your bird characters, I Mason? My, I think I've had my fill of bird characters <laughs> after Aladdin. Thank you. Fun fact, though, the bird character was initially going to be like British and butler-like and Jafar oh, yeah. was going to be like a slithering, annoying idiot. Yeah, right. And they reversed it. They black-added it. They black-added it. Yeah. Funnily enough, Black-Adder himself plays the bird in bloody... Oh, in The Lion, Lion King, King, right. Yeah, well, that's interesting. And, and you know what I did like is I liked the camaraderie between... Jafar and Iago. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, well, I'm like, they're mates. I'm like, how did these guys get mixed up together? And I'm like, well, they're both pricks. <laughs> that, that that that's why they get along. That's cool. I like it. Yeah, that's not incorrect. Okay, so here we go. Robin Williams provided the the voice for the genie at union scale, which was the lowest legal pay rate a studio can can give an actor. And the reason he wanted to do this is because he's, he had young kids at the time, and he's like, I'm going to mm. make something they can see. Yeah, and right. they don't want to watch Popeye, obviously. <laughs> no, right? Yeah. Every uh, copy was burned. <laughs> that's right. Uh, on the proviso, though, his voice was not to be used for merchandising, i.e. toys and such, and that the genie character would not take up more than 25% of the space on the poster or the billboards or the trailer or anything like that. Right. This is from uh, IMDb, I believe. Oh. When these wishes were oh. not granted, oh. <laughs> uh, he withdrew his support for Disney and the film. So I don't know if whether you've seen the follows up sequels to this movie. Mason, but it's all genie all the time. Return of Jafar and uh, King of Thieves. No, I haven't. He does. He doesn't come back to the sequel for the sequel. They got Dan uh, Castellaneta. Castellaneta. That's Over right. Simpson in, himself. That's right. Filled in the voice. He also did the TV series. And then, in an attempt to get Robin Williams back on good terms, uh, Walt Disney CEO Michael Eisner apologized and gave him an original Pablo Picasso painting. And still of ang- the genie. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> we've used that technology to bring Picasso back from the dead, and he's made this genie. Then we've turned it back to dust. <laughs> but he still felt angry and betrayed, and he wouldn't accept the gift. It was not until Disney chairman Jeff Katzenberg was fired and replaced by Joe Roth that Williams returned, and a public apology was given. Our promises to right the wrongs were kept, and Williams was so touched that he reprised the role for the genie in the third movie, Aladdin: The King of the Thieves. Oh, which one is the one that has Aladdin's deadbeat dad in it? Three. That's three. Okay, yeah, right. and they okay. actually reference the King of Thieves in the original. Oh, 
yeah, so there you bloody go. Also, this is great for uh, Dan Castellaneta. Yes. Disney was so thrilled that they threw out uh, the previously completed recording sessions for part three. (laughs) So they'd already done it. They went, too bad. Yeah, that's right. Go back to the Simpsons, idiots, they said. Mm, That's right. Enjoy your million dollars an episode, you dumbass. (laughs) So there, there you go. That's Aladdin. Mason didn't hate it. And I also continue not to hate it. Though I don't think it's amazing. Huh. Oh, another thing. Yes. Originally, yes. I'm just throwing things out there. I love a fact. Will this make it in? Hit me with a fact. They modelled originally Aladdin off Michael J. Fox, and they're like, it's not sexy enough. We need to get sexier. Mm-hmm. So they went Tom Bigger Cruise. Bigger pants. Bigger pants. Well, they're based off MC Hammer. Tom Cruise makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, because he's got that hair. He was the sexiest man at the time, and he yeah, continues nice. to be. Yeah. yeah. Got that nose, you know. It certainly does. Mm, good stuff. I would argue that Michael J. Fox, though, equally sexy. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. That's the end. That's pretty good. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, look, it's Caravan of Garbage. It's every week. What do you got? I've really taken the wind out of yourselves, haven't I, with liking a thing? Mason, I hate you. I you know, know you that. do. Yes. <laughs> I'll take it. This show wasn't supposed to be about that. That's right. Uh, we do Caravan of Garbage every Tuesday, but we also have a podcast called The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. Yes. We recently have an episode on Aladdin, the live action one. What do we think of that one? How does it stack up? If at all. Will Smith's genie. Has it got what it takes? Yes. How many impressions does he do of Jack Nicholson? Is it a whole new world or is it the same movie? <laughs> <laughs> scene by scene. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you know more than us than when we recorded this. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, everyone. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Wait. Grab that lamp. What? Lamp? I don't know. Like a lamp. Like a magic what? lamp. You'd grab a lamp. Like, so to, like next to your bed? No, like a magic lamp. They just plug into the wall. No, like a, like a, grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> grab that lamp. Oh, <laughs> I like it. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.